Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me today as we're going to take a look at the astrological energies from March 15th until March 22nd as we have a lot happening as we move into Aries season. So we're going to be talking about all of that today as well as how the tempo is picking up. There is an acceleration in the energies. We are really stepping into some new ways of working with our own consciousness. Also understanding that this is a time of renewal, rebirth, new chapters, new beginnings, and it's meant to be in alignment with your frequency, with what you have worked through and healed, what you have transformed within yourself that is giving you a new sense of possibility. Also connecting with new energies that are coming onto the planet and will continue to open up and unfold throughout the rest of this year. So this is a big time. There is significant shifts occurring and you could also feel like you've earned your wings. I'm getting the visual of gliding, of eagles gliding, of being able to twist and turn, to be dynamic and maneuverable, to stay above the fray, to stay above the turbulence while also being very keen and very intentional with your own energy. We're going to have the sun move from Pisces into Aries, and that is what we call the equinox, the Aries equinox, which occurs on March 20th at 5.24 p.m. That's Eastern time. So from now until March 20th, we still have a focus on the planets and energies in Pisces. And over this week, we're going to see the sun Neptune and Mercury all be conjunct at 25 degrees of Pisces. So in your natal chart, you would want to identify this conjunction because when we have the Sun and Neptune conjunct with Mercury, downloads are happening information's coming through. This is about expanding your trust, trust in yourself, trust in your messages, trust in your intuition. I feel this as a powerful amplification of our spiritual gifts and our intuition. This would be a powerful time to tap into what you're truly feeling and sensing that is not from the mind. So therefore, it's not going to sound logical or rational. And perhaps it's even blowing open some of your circuits. I'm seeing some blasts of download coming through, whether you identify those as solar flares, light codes, in coming streams of consciousness from other places in our solar system. This is where the energies are expanding us so that we can continue to hold more of these higher frequency energies so that we can embody them and walk with them in the world. So a strong focus on these Pisces energies is part of how we're meant to integrate more of our intuition into our lives and to trust what we're feeling. This is basically overriding the mind, allowing yourself to go beyond what you're thinking and to tap into more of your own energy stream 
that resides with your soul's essence. And we have the ability to have more of these downloads at time and to really go into what we're feeling or sensing, even when it doesn't make sense, quote unquote, even when we can't see how it will play out or what will transpire. This is a very powerful download of divine feminine energies as well, where there's things that you might be wrapping up, understanding, coming to terms with in your own journey. There could be things that are these softer understandings of what you've been seeing in yourself in your journey. Maybe there's things that you're understanding have been a part of your own growth, but they weren't meant to continue to journey forward with you. Perhaps there's part of your own energy, your own consciousness that you are closing out or ending. You can sense that a part of your own world and self-identity is no longer meant to go forward forward with you. This is also where we are being guided to really be compassionate with ourselves, to understand that a big part of the human journey is knowing that there's things we're going to choose or do or move in directions that aren't meant to last forever, that are just simply a step on the path, that aren't meant to be things that we overly attach to. And this energy is about that surrendering of what the ego has latched onto that's no longer healthy for you or that you've outgrown or that you're sensing this is no longer resonating, it doesn't lift me up, it really isn't even something that I choose, that I want to choose going forward. So there are going to be transitions away from what is no longer for your best and highest good. These can be very subtle internal transitions. These can be things that you're realizing for yourself, that you've reviewed, you've been sitting with, you've been coming to terms with a particular chapter or decision or a part of your journey, and you see how it supported you in your growth. You can understand, okay, this is what I was learning or healing. This is where my energy showed up and I was on this playground and I was understanding more about myself through this experience, but I can let it be. That's one of the Pisces energy signatures is that you allow it to be what it was. There can be this understanding too of just accepting, accepting yourself, accepting another, accepting the situation, accepting what you were connecting with at that time, whatever it might be for you. But when you can find that acceptance within, that peace within, it allows you to continue to detach and step away so that your energy opens up. And that's part of what this week highlights. Where are you sensing that there are completions and no longer energetic attachments? Again, this can just be internal. This could be something internal that you no longer feel a connection to a previous fear. There was something that you were really anxious about or uncomfortable with or fearful of, but you've worked through it. You've processed that and you've stepped back from it to understand what it taught you and what you were learning. 
This could be a detachment or disassociation even from a previous expression of your energy. You've learned more about your triggers. You've learned more about what has been repressed within you. You've learned more about how you have unconsciously operated or the patterns or habits that have been very active in your world, in your life. So this is about a self-reflection of your own consciousness and your own energy so that you can take that that wisdom with you as the new cycles come in and powerful new energies arrive on the planet. So you could be feeling that as well. Again, I'm sensing you could also be sensing this in others if they have pulled back or pulled away, that they are processing, making choices, moving through something as well. And you can also feel this at the higher realms in the universal flow of energy where the universe perhaps is pulling you away from something, requiring you to step back or even remove it. Remove it from your life, your world. Remove it from your phone. Remove it from your consciousness. There are energies now that are exiting and they are meant to exit because what happens is they transmute into a new form. They shift into a new expression. So we are doing the same. We are also being supported in trusting what is no longer on the same page, what no longer resonates. And you could feel this in some big, even startling ways. And with the Sun, Neptune, Mercury conjunction at 25 degrees of Pisces, there is a deep knowingness that you've been traveling with that maybe you've been trying to override and you're looking for something clearer. It's almost like we can trust something at an intuitive level. We feel it, we sense it, and we even have this deep knowingness about it, but then we look for proof. We look for validation. And often that can show up through synchronicities, through something coming through as a form of affirmation for that decision or choice. But also there's times when we just have to sit in it. We have to sit in trust. Sit in the not knowing, sit in a sense of, okay, this is what I'm feeling. And even though I don't have proof yet, even though I don't have the details or the particulars, I understand that this is actually a beautiful place to be, to sit in trust, to really sink into faith and to know how beautifully supported you are, especially in the higher realms even when you can't see it in the physical world just yet. Now, the other strong energy here as we close out Pisces season is that these three planets in Pisces, Sun, Neptune, Mercury, all at 25 degrees of Pisces are squaring Mars in Gemini at 25 degrees. And this means that it is harder to grasp onto the details or to find the words. This is where you even could feel frustrated because a part of you wants to make moves, wants to go, let's go, let's do this, let's put it into motion. But there's a giant universal pause. And it also means the square to Mars and Gemini is that it's not a good time to talk about important matters. If you can shelve some topics until next week or wait until at least March 18th, then there will be better communication in the works. But at this time, let's call it March 15th, 
until March 17th, especially. It could be harder to find the right words. It could be more difficult to express or say exactly what you're thinking or feeling. It also has the energy signature of not hearing the full truth or the full picture and people not even being tuned in to listen in an effective or appropriate way. So March 15th to March 17th, we are all in la la land. There are things that are missed and overlooked. There's a lack of grounding, a lack of understanding. This is also where we misspeak or we don't say everything as clearly as we want to. So not a good time in general to have big conversations. If you can hold off on expressing yourself verbally for just a bit to tune into your intuition, that's going to support you. It's not a great time to say the most important thing in the world. It's kind of like if you were to open up and launch into expressing something that's really important to you, it might fall on deaf ears. It might get lost in the mail. It might not go through. So communication is not strong right now. And that's because not only do we have Mercury conjunct Neptune and Sun in Pisces, but that square to Mars and Gemini means that important information can be forgotten or omitted. So just give yourself time and space and allow others the same. Don't feel like you have to get back to people pronto because there could even be delays occurring that they can't control, you can't control. It's almost like this very strong Pisces energy wants us to just float in place, to trust what we're sensing and feeling, and to just be in a very receptive state of downloads and integrating what you've shifted and changed. So this can also be a time when you're feeling some new parts of yourself light up. There can be this energy lighting up. I'm actually seeing it as electromagnetic energy fields running through the body where they're sparking and lighting up and there's new things that are being activated. And maybe it even feels like parts of your body are twitching. You know how your muscle spasms occur or things in the body start to move in a different way, in a different pace. That's part of what I'm feeling. It's almost like this overload of downloads, a lot coming in and coming through and it takes us time to effectively absorb it, to integrate it, and to even understand how we are shifting in new ways. So very strong Pisces energies, especially March 15th, 16th, and 17th. Now also on March 16th, we're going to see Venus in Aries square Pluto in Capricorn at 29 degrees, and then Venus enters Taurus, her home sign, where she can really ground in, slow down, and enjoy what she is creating. Now, that square of Venus in Aries to Pluto in Capricorn means there could be something coming up that's being triggered within you to work with, to understand, to step away from and not take it personally. 
This could also be a clash in leadership styles. This could be something that you want to have your own way and you want to do it on your own terms. But that square to Pluto in Capricorn means that you have to look at the bigger picture. You have to be aware of the long-term effects because that Venus in Aries is very much about, I want it now. I'm going to buy it now. That's the thing that is the strongest for me now. And the square to Pluto and Capricorn is some type of tension or power struggle that you don't get what you want right now. So that's March 16th. It's not a good day for any type of financial decisions. And again, it's also not a good time to even go into relationship conversations. If there's things you need to talk about with somebody, talk about, especially with a female since Venus represents feminine energy, it's probably not going to go so great because again, something isn't going to be heard or understood and it's best to wait until at least March 18th or March 19th, 20th and that's when the energy is a tad smoother. Now Venus will enter Taurus on that same day on March 16th and this is where we can really slow it down and really check in with how you're processing what's coming up for you ground into your body and to also call back anything that maybe you lost track of that got carried away anything that you felt went out and then you look around and you're like, what happened to that? Or where did that go? Because sometimes with Venus and Aries, there's so much going on at a rapid speed that you forget something important. And Venus entering Taurus wants us to really connect to quality, quality of what we have, of what we desire, the quality of our own energy and what we need to feel supported. So Venus entering Taurus is going to provide us with grounding, slow some things down and give us an opportunity to check in, check in with what is essential. Now, I also love how this Venus and Taurus sextiles Saturn in Pisces at zero degrees. This is a very stabilizing energy that we haven't experienced for at least 30 years because Saturn is now in Pisces for the first time since the mid-1990s and the Venus interaction is going to bring something to your awareness that confirms your intuition. All right, so something comes through that is a yes from the universe, that is a go for it, that is like a soft, reassuring affirmation of what you need and what you want. And that's because of Saturn in Pisces sextiling it. It also feels like it's something you've been trusting or waiting for that has felt completely out of your hands. But if you have had a deep trust in a process or you've allowed things to play out where you've detached, you've stepped back, you understand you can't control it anyways, then something comes in and comes forward that you want. So this is a beautiful harmony between Venus in Taurus, sextiling Saturn in Pisces. It feels like divine timing. It feels like something shows up and comes through that, again, you've been waiting on, and there's something that the universe wants you to see. And that's something to remember with 
any planet in Taurus, especially Venus in Taurus, is that it's about the five senses, the five senses of our human journey, of our human experience, which is why Taurus is a sensual energy and looks to create and enjoy through the five senses, looks to enjoy the best food, the good music, the wonderful textiles and fabrics and what just makes the journey more enjoyable and brings in more pleasure. So there's something here that could connect for you. Again, you've been waiting for it, trusting it, and then the universe brings it in. Keep in mind, because Venus is the feminine energy, it could be a feminine energy that delivers a gift to your desk, delivers a message, brings in something that is connected to what you've been wanting and waiting for. Venus in Taurus is then going to move ahead and be conjunct the North Node by the time we have the Aries new moon on March 21st. So there's something building here. There's something building this week that's part of a new cycle. It's part of a new desire, a new direction. It's part of what you've healed and how you've grown. A Venus being about your self-worth and how you know your value, how you own your value, and then how that shows up and is permeated into all areas of your life. So I feel like there's some kind of confirmation here for what you've been reprogramming, especially with the Venus energies in your life. So this digs into abundance, creativity, self-expression, and personal confidence. This digs into finances and money and the money you make and the money you spend. This digs into relationships, friendships, connections, what those quality connections look like for you. And there could be renewal energies here where you have a new understanding of what to do with your finances, especially amongst these financial uncertainties that we're moving through. There could be a solution that comes up that you're like, yes, this is what I'm going to do with my money or with my savings. This is how I'm going to plan for the long term. When Venus is conjunct the North Node, especially in Taurus, we're meant to take the long-term planning perspective. We're meant to see what is at this higher perspective, this higher ground, and to put that energy into motion. So this could be that something comes up where you have certainty and clarity around abundance and what you're manifesting and what is coming through for that. This could be about relationships and friendships. You could have new friendships or new people coming in. Perhaps it's a renewal in some connections. Perhaps it feels like you know who your true friends are. You're aware of what you need in those relationships and the rest isn't as important or you don't have as much energy to contribute to anything that isn't on the same page as you. This can also be about romantic relationships opening up and coming through with Venus conjunct the North Node sextiling that Saturn in Pisces. This is where there could be a lovely new connection, a new relationship, or even something within you that now desires that and wants that in a whole new way. This can also bring in some type of understanding about the relationships you're in, especially long-term relationships. 
where there's a sense of reevaluating it. And are we on the same page? Do we share the same values? Are we going in the same direction together, sitting side by side, moving towards the same goals or what we want to build together, especially in Taurus, which is a builder and stays the course. So there's energy here that can be beautifully supportive of what you value in your life, what has meaning to you that you want to continue to fortify and build. And being okay with the past is the past. And that's because Venus conjunct the North Node is also then in opposition to the South Node in Scorpio, where there's things that you've moved through. You've alchemized it, you've transformed it, and you've let it go. So I feel like there's a big letting go signature right now that is confirmation from the universe of what you have changed and how you have grown. But sometimes that confirmation comes through in subtle ways. It can come through with grace and ease. It might not be loud in your face, but it could be loud in your face very soon, especially as we move into Aries season. Now, right before we do so, we're going to see Mercury in Pisces sextile, Pluto in Capricorn at 29 degrees, and then enter Aries on March 18th. So this is actually a better day to have communications if you need to with that Mercury in Pisces sextiling Pluto in Capricorn, which gets you to the core of the issue. What really needs to be said, what really needs to be communicated in a way that gets your message across or allows you to receive what somebody else is saying. Then Mercury enters Aries and all bets are off and everyone says everything too quickly, bites their tongue, and then we have an understanding of how their stream of consciousness works. That is Mercury in Aries, stream of consciousness with very little editing, and you have to learn to stop yourself from speaking or from over speaking. So when Mercury enters Aries, we really rev up the new energies coming through Then two days later, we have the Aries equinox as the sun enters Aries on March 20th, followed by the Aries new moon at one degree of Aries on March 21st. So starting March 18th, the energies get bigger and more dynamic. There is a desire to move where you don't want to just sit in the lotus flower, trusting, trusting, receiving, receiving. Now you're ready to go for it and make some moves that lead you in the new direction that is energizing you and something too that you want. The energetic changeover from Pisces to Aries is always interesting because Pisces is feminine energy. Aries is masculine. Pisces is mutable water. Aries is cardinal fire. Every astrology sign is very different from the one before and after it. It keeps us on our toes. It keeps us energetically agile where we're moving between different parts of ourselves. Pisces is the energy that is coming through us right before the sun rises, right before the break of dawn. Pisces is that place in our subconscious where we hear messages, we hear insights, we hear things coming through right before the conscious mind kicks in. 
And so I often think of it as it's right before you wake up in the morning and it's that last hint in your dreams, that last visual you receive, that last download. The end of Pisces can be very clear energy, clear messages, clear intuition, clear understanding without interference. And that is one thing to stay aware of this week is what is coming through so clearly that it almost seems so pure and pristine that you wonder if something's missing. You wonder if you've got the full story. But part of that Pisces gift is that it can be that clear. It can be that certain. It can be your claircognizance, your clairvoyance speaking to you so loudly that you can't deny what is coming through. And so this is the energy of receiving those downloads right before you wake up and then you wake up and all of a sudden you realize it's a new morning, time to get up, better go find something to eat or coffee or tea. Maybe you just automatically start looking at your phone and scrolling through updates and what's happened while you've been sleeping. But Pisces is those last messages before waking up. And then Aries is when you're awake and you're ready to go and a new day has started. So this is part of the convergence between Pisces and Aries is that now you can really travel more consciously with those intuitive messages and that knowingness that seems to come out of nowhere. But you can always set your intention to receive what you need to know while you're in your sleeping or dream state. You can always ask for downloads and messages to come through. You can ask for energetic clearings, for energetic shifts as you speak sleep. You can tap into the power of the energetics as well as invite in your spiritual team, your spiritual guide to assist you with anything that you want to transmute while you're in the sleeping state. And then that's when you wake up refreshed, ready to go because something has moved through you in those energetic realms and now you're ready to start the new day. So this would be something perhaps to look at for yourself and to understand more about what you can work with, what you can request, especially if there's a lot that's been lingering, almost like if your emotional body has been heavy or if your mind has been heavy, any part of your energy has been very heavy. I'm getting the visual of lying down on the back and all seven chakras coming up about a foot above the body and all of that energy being transmuted with a really beautiful crystalline energy. It almost looks like this Merkaba it also has the energy of the violet flame of transmutation. This could be a visualization you do before going to bed, especially if you have a lot of heaviness or energy in a particular chakra or multiple chakras. You can energetically visualize it being transmuted through this very pure crystalline energy that can remove or lighten the density. It also looks like it deeply purifies through these flames of white light, 
where if you are to look sometimes at the very tip of fire, of flames, it has that essence of white. And I'm seeing a bonfire that is alive with this beautiful crystalline white energy that is meant to purify us and allow us to alchemize energies that are stuck, stagnant, no longer of service or assistance. And this, in fact, would be the week to do so. Anything that purifies you, anything that you truly feel complete with, it's really over, you're not interested, it doesn't speak to your energy. And again, I feel it even at a very personal level where there could be chapters in your own energy that you're closing out. I've learned this about myself, I'm good with it, I understand it, now I'm leveling it up. Now I'm learning more ways to handle my energy or work with my energy. Perhaps there's things you have transformed around what you would have considered your weak spots, things that were a trigger, things that really got to you. You can change all of that. We are dynamic beings. You can shift so much of your own energy when you're consciously aware of it that things that used to get to you or used to be heavy for you no longer affect you in the same way. And the reason why this is a powerful week to do so is because we have this strong Aries portal that is active and it's going to be strong during that Aries equinox on March 20th, followed by the Aries new moon at one degree of Aries on March 21st. Then as we look forward a few more days, we have Pluto entering Aquarius on March 23rd, followed by Mars entering Cancer on March 25th. So we have energies that are going to be powerfully moving forward and shifting over the next few weeks. And this is where we are really being guided to honor our own renewal. Honor the parts of you that are permanently transformed. Honor what you've healed and moved through. Honor what you've tapped into that has brought you into even more of your truth, of your power, of your light. Honor that and really own it. And that is one of the gifts of Aries season is that we see how we have shifted and we're moving into new parts of ourselves that we are meant to understand and work with, especially in a conscious way. So the sun enters Aries March 20th. The Aries new moon is quite powerful because it sextiles Pluto. And that means there is a strong life force of energy coming through that enhances your personal power, that helps you understand what you're identifying with in all areas of your life. It could even feel like you're leveling up in your self-concept, in who you are in this lifetime. There could be a sense here as well that you are deeply connected with more of your soul signature than ever before. You know who you are. You're clear in who you are. And yes, we are dynamic and we are meant to continue to evolve and grow and shift. But this is a baseline frequency. This feels like something has been deeply transformed in that root chakra where you're also aware 
of the lower expressions of Aries. So when that Aries energy is too big or too pronounced, the ego is inflated and there can be that unconscious desire to prove. I've got to prove I'm number one. I got to prove I'm the best. I got to do it my way and only my way because anybody else's energy feels like it's disempowering. The Aries energy can be too self-contained, where it's too self-involved and it doesn't understand other perspectives, other opinions, other energies out there. But when you're aware of how all of that can be limiting and you don't want to operate from that, you don't want to be that, the Aries energy rises up and has a very strong sense of self that no one can take away, no one can damage, no one can intrude on it or even trigger competition. The Aries energy can be very competitive, especially if it's immature and undeveloped. And again, thinks it has to always prove itself or prove that it's number one. But in this age of Aquarius paradigm, in the energies that we're moving in and opening up to, that is basically a waste of energy in most industries and in most environments. Yes, there are places in our lives where competition is built in and it's part of the game. It's part of the process, but it's not meant to be part of your self-identity. Rather, you don't exist in this whole, I'm either number one or nothing. You don't exist in this, I have to be the best or I'm the worst. It's looking at where you have thought you had to be competitive in order to be worthy or you thought you had to be the best in order to be valued. Those are all parts of the old former consciousness that we're moving away from. We are rising up in our maturity. We are rising up in what it means to stand strong in your own energy field and to be conscious of, am I really proving anything to anybody or am I doing this to demonstrate to myself what I'm good at, what I can handle, what I want? So there is always a self-evaluation here with Aries to understand how is this showing up? How is this being received? And those aren't often the questions that Aries thinks of first, but the mature Aries does. The Aries energy that has matured and has stepped into a strong self-concept and self-identity will always come back to itself to refuel, but won't allow any other energies to determine your own sense of self. And this is how we become healthier individuals, healthier individual vessels as well, where you understand this is who I am. I'm good enough. I can do the things that I enjoy. I'm here to trust myself. And Aries is about that first spark of creation, that first hit of a yes or something in your gut or something that you want. And it comes through with a force. It comes through with the sense of this is for me. This has my name on it. And then you move in that direction. And I feel like once we move into Aries season, there's going to be these openings around what you know is true for you, what you have certainty about or where the energy is very powerful and strong, especially as that Aries new moon sextiles Pluto, which is an undeniable force, an undeniable force of energy, of inspiration, of motivation. It's supercharged. It's a supercharged Aries new moon to really kick off what we're meant to move into 
without overthinking, without hesitation. Because it's interesting how there has been these delays and, and hesitations, especially in the past year for some things, maybe even two years. Like you could have felt that, oh, something was going to come through and then it was pushed away or something was going to show up and then it disappeared. And it's because we had some more layers to work through. We had some more healing to do. And let's be honest, healing fatigue is real. Exhaustion on the spiritual journey is real. Understanding that you're tired of something or you're worn out from a similar topic or theme or issue, all of that's normal. But that's then where we continue to surrender and allow it to be what it is without forcing it. Then the universe comes through and says, it's go time. Game on. Here we go. Are you ready? And that's going to be something that amps up, especially through the last half of March, is that there's going to be energies that you could just feel rising up within you that you're saying yes to. You're saying, yes, I want this. Yes, this is for me. Yes, I'm going to go for this, but I'm also going to travel forward with my new higher consciousness. I'm not going to revert back to who I was or to my previous fears or previous consciousness. I'm going to move forward honoring my own growth, being in the power of my own transformation. And I think that's what this week is going to open up. That's what we're meant to move into. And if you were to try and grasp something, it's interesting. I'm seeing it's like trying to reach back and grasp something behind you or even grasp something below you. It's almost like it could feel like it's too much energy to bring something forward. If it doesn't occur organically, if it doesn't happen naturally, it could almost feel like you're slowing yourself down and you're depleting your own life force. I'm getting this image too of how we are all more in our own sovereign power and that's going to continue to increase and rise. And this is where we also have to be in a place of acceptance of choices, behavior, actions, what people are doing with their energy, what they're saying, how they're coming across. And there could be, and there will be, I should say, more splits in that. And it's almost like these splits happen quickly or instantaneously. Um, they also happen in all directions. Like it's not just linear. Um, it's sort of like you could feel the energy splits above your head or below your feet or on your left side or behind your back. It's almost like I'm seeing these energetic fractals move in all these different directions because of how we're in our own sovereignty. And that means we have to honor the path that we need to move towards. But there will be reconnections. I'm seeing it too as, think of it as these bubbles, like these bubbles of light and someone floats away and then they float back. Or maybe they're floating at the same pace as you or the same direction. Uh, there will be people who do travel with us and who are meant to be on that same energetic fractal while maintaining their own sovereignty. But I'm also seeing that, that there are like all these splits in all these directions because of how we have opened up to more of our individual energies and that we have to honor that 
because we have to honor our healing path. We have to honor what's calling to us. I'm also feeling like there's less energy around the splits, like there's less energetic reaction or triggers. There feels like there's more acceptance and understanding of how some people have to go off in this direction or you need to move over here or you need to follow this. It feels like more of a I'm going to call it a loving, floating energy instead of a tight, controlling energy. And that's part of this opening. It feels like there's these opening of energies and it's really important to trust whatever that looks like for you because it's also important for each of us to follow what we're resonating with and what is true for us without holding ourselves back for others. I'm also feeling in this is really interesting. I'm feeling like you could be less open to what other people have to say about your life or their opinions about your choices or your direction. It's almost like turning down gossip, turning down drama, turning down external validation, external opinions. All of that feels like it gets drowned out. Uh, it feels almost like I'm not interested. I'm not really open to it because I know me. I know myself. I know who I am now and I know what I need to do. And that's enough. That's enough for me at this time. That's what fills me up. So that would be one way to consciously work with the empowerment of Aries is to trust your own path, trust your own self-leadership and what you're moving into that you know is correct for you or that you feel a strong, powerful energy around. I have a separate video for you on YouTube that discusses this Aries new moon on March 21st and it does take us into new energy streams, new light codes, new downloads, new interactions as well with the sun and the powerful energies that we feel from the sun. So there is a rebirth here and it's going to continue to unfold throughout Aries season. Aries season is really big this year because we have two new moons in Aries and the second one on April 19th and 20th is a solar eclipse. And so we're going to be talking about that and I'm going to do an extra show for you on that energy signature because it is one of the most powerful eclipses of this decade. It is an eclipse that will have energetic playouts and unfolding for at least two years into 2024. So it's a very big deal. We will dive into that even more. But I wanted to give you that heads up because as Aries season starts, there are going to be even bigger new beginnings that happen on the planet. New collective world shifts, new understandings of what's possible, new revelations. So we are moving into some powerful energies and we will keep discussing that on this podcast as always. It's pretty awesome how astrology continues to demonstrate its value and its accuracy because of how astrologers were talking about the big shifts that would start on the world stage in January 2020. And we can look back and see how that played out, how accurate it was. So when we are discussing these bigger energy changes, we are getting a heads up from the cosmos. Literally, we're literally getting a heads up at what is to come next, how to energetically understand it and work with it, 
also how to use it for our best and highest good as we move through this earthly journey. If you have a birthday coming up in March or April or May, be sure and check out my solar return course where you can learn to read your solar return chart. This is where you get a heads up on the themes you're going to be moving through in the new 12-month cycle, the energies that you'll be working with, what will be strong and highlighted for you, as well as an understanding of what to look for in these themes. So it is still on sale for only $99. Be sure to use coupon code BIRTHDAY at checkout to get that sale price of $99. And know that this is a course you can return to every year. You buy it once and then you come back every year to check out your solar return for the next year and what is coming up for you next. So it's a great way to continue to develop your astrological studies as well as become your own astrologer. So as always, thank you so much for joining me. I'll be back here on Monday and Wednesday for our next podcast. You can find out even more about your chart on my YouTube channel. Be sure and look at the playlist there to dive into your chart even more. I'm also over on Facebook and Instagram, and you can find all of my latest courses and offerings at mollymccourt.online, and that's where I hope you can find something that supports what you need right now as you move through your own astrological energies. Wishing you a beautiful start to Aries season and a very happy Aries new moon. I'll be back soon for our next exploratory episode. And thank you so much for joining me as always. I hope you have a beautiful Aries equinox. See you soon.